What is marketing automation? No, what, no, this no. is what our company does, don't no, you what know? What is it, Chris? <laughs> okay, let's go. Ready? Welcome back, Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com. Episode 17, who do we have? Kevin Butler. Robin Kroll. Chris O'Neill. All right. And welcome you. welcome to, uh, oh, Michael Turksani. I always forget that. <laughs> and, no, but yeah. Well, there you go. So welcome to 2019. The Upside Down Edition. Yeah, we're upside down. These microphones were blocking our faces. We've received feedback that um, people can't see our pretty faces. Yeah. I think they're talking about you guys. 30,000 comments later, we decided to uh, adjust the microphones. Because they right. want to see us smile. Yeah. So here we are, and we thought we should just bring it right back to basics because we're doing a lot of meetings lately where um, marketing automation isn't a well-known topic or maybe one of eight people in a meeting are familiar with it, but you know, there's a lot of education that seems to be going around, even in some very large companies, right, Chris? Absolutely. <clears throat> it's uh, surprising how, um, uh, as much as the as the uh, product has been available for close to a decade now, or, or yeah. even more, yeah. um, there's still a lack of understanding. There's a there's a um, but it's becoming more and more topical. People are saying this is a thing. It's a thing I need to do. We kind of want to get yeah. to this thing this year, especially beginning of the year. Everyone's saying, okay, let's look at what this could be in our programs well i think there's a couple groups though sorry keep going chris well i was just going to say it was it's like if they understand uh how important it is to reach their customer yes and that's mm -hmm. i think where it is that that we're getting that sort of crossover of understanding is like um marketing automation to us has a certain meaning there's a certain number of of uh sort of tactics that mm -hmm. are that are involved in that but when when it comes to sitting down with somebody and and saying how it is that you are going to, you know, planning on growing in 2019. Um, the marketing automation phrase doesn't necessarily mean mm. the same thing to them as it does to us. So I think that's a big part of uh, of, of the conversations that we're having right now is where is that, uh, where is 2019 so, so, going? So if you have, you know, if there's three camps, let's say there's three camps. So if you said we are hearing, I like that, you know, that engaging the customer across their life cycle is something that is a priority, right? So we have um, new business development, we've got existing customers, there's pipelines. So it's, it's essentially engaging the customers becoming an important piece um, and they wanna reboot that, that piece in their business. Then it sort of breaks down into sort of three camps that we've seen out there in, mark, in, in our deals. One is, the, and maybe I'll go like, you know, Kev, to, to build on your piece. One is they sort of already understand that marketing automation is part of the, the, the puzzle. And they likely already have a, a level of a strategy. And they need, they need a really great partner to make that strategy come to life. It's, it's mm -hmm. augmenting the team. Maybe they've got some internal resource already there. You don't have to convince them that that tool or those technology platforms are, are part of that engagement story. They know it and they just need a good partner to go make that happen the middle is like we've heard of it and to your point i think that was the middle bucket that you described we think this is the right thing you know we're staring at some numbers that suggest from smart insights that it's like literally that 
the third largest priority mm-hmm. in the B2B marketing and, and their study with, uh, with MTechs out of the UK. It's like the third biggest priority for them, but they don't maybe know how to go and make that happen. So there's still a lot of education, but the, the difference is that they know that they need it. And then the other camp is where they almost have no idea what it is. It's right. like you walk into the room and some very large companies and, and, you know, VPs of marketing, VPs of digital, and they're, they're, they're still getting up to speed with, oh, okay, you know, we've kind of have a certain way of doing things, engaging our customers via email or whatever those technologies are. And we're not aware of that, of that marketing automation. So we, we thought we could kind of go mainly mostly to that group and maybe some of the people in the middle that have people in their businesses that don't know what this is um, and just explore so let maybe we should talk about first is if you fall into that bucket one category um, where you're not really aware of marketing automation or what it can do, what are the things like, what are you, the attributes of you as a business that you would typically, uh, that we would see in a deal? Like what, what would you say, Chris, when we're walking in or out of a meeting, even we had today, a customer wasn't, you know, had, had no real idea that these products were in the market to the level that they were. So what are the, you know, what, what, what do we know about those types of clients? So those types of clients have um, a, um, they have typically um, a business. In other words, they are, they are sitting there with a whole bunch of customers and a value proposition for those customers. They um, uh, know where it is that they wish to go in terms of where their uh, growth is going to be coming from. Mm-hmm. And now the question is, how do they make contact? How do they manage those uh, manage that communication and get out to those uh, to those new and existing customers? And in some cases, they're using what already? I mean, they're doing usually doing something. A lot of times, they're using like a, a straight ahead email program, like mm-hmm. something that is um, sometimes is, nothing though. Sometimes nothing, but we're hearing most quite... of the time they're doing something, right? Something. And I think I'm wondering if part of it is that they are doing something, but they have no sense that maybe one of those things they're doing, which might be, uh, which might be email. Maybe they're even doing some, you know, digital ads. They have no understanding that that's actually an aspect. Of marketing automation, yes. so you know it's it's, it's kind of like um, and and maybe this is a fourth bucket that might be a group of, of uh, businesses that are doing some aspects of marketing automation, but they don't know that because they don't mm. uh, they don't know what what marketing automation oh, yeah. actually oh, is. Oh, for right? sure. Like I mean, you're in situations where maybe they've done custom de- development to accomplish. Mm-hmm. things that are doable from a yeah, marketing automation yeah. platform out of box. Like let's say a triggered, a certain type of triggered uh, behavior email. Right, and right. that was custom coded as part of a website. Yeah. And, and to your point, not realizing that, well, with certain, you know, with, with a platform in place, mm-hmm. those things are actually, you can point and click your way through them yeah. in, in a platform like that versus custom. Code. So you're right. Yeah, exactly. there could be, there could be like a level of marketing automation stitched in there. Right. But Chris, I'd, to your, to your description, I'd, I'd maybe back out even another, 10,000 feet and say a business with an audience or audiences requiring communication to Robin's point. Now I'm just bridging it all together. Sometimes we, we talk to businesses who they think of engaging an audience and communicating to an audience. It like, on like one hand, like they'll say, well, we need to, um, a series of emails to communicate and engage and alert them that there's a mm-hmm. big event or something. But what they won't think about is the whole pie. So they'll mm-hmm. say, we need to tell our prospects. Well, you also need to tell another audience group like your customers. 
And so they're, they're using maybe a tool in a manual, old school kind of way, traditionally, but they're not using it to the full extent that they, they haven't even thought about it that they could. Right. So that's right. sort of interesting too. And they have separate teams, right? So they'll, yeah. they'll have their sales team that will be focused on their customer marketing. They'll have the account team, sorry, the sales team on their, their, mm-hmm. their leads and uh, account and, managers on yeah. customer marketing. So th- there's that disconnect again, not fitting into this. They're not using the same plan, probably not the same tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're exactly. So a couple of common threads. Um, Email platform, probably a mass blast, probably something that is mm-hmm. very manual in terms of cobbling together lists and putting putting out an email. In some mm-hmm. cases, things that can take very long if you're in a larger company where, you know, even even acquiring an up to date list and then and then moving that through the system, you know, getting an email out the door can be quite a quite a turnaround time mm-hmm. for some of these organizations. That that's one for sure. Um, they're probably not um, another one just to throw on the table is is the sort of tracking capability. You know, one of the things we've seen is the moment um, organizations or marketers or, or business, you know, business executives can can um, understand that we can create much more of a digital profile of, you know, not just email opens and clicks, but the fact that it is the same person. Mm-hmm. And now you're able to sort of see that, oh, they've browsed X number of pages on our website. They've downloaded a few pieces of media. They've engaged us on social and, and that complete tracking. So a lot of times that's missing. There is no mm-hmm. ability to do that level of tracking, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's more of a campaign focus, right? Yeah. So this, this is what we did. This is how customers behaved, but it's kind of a one-off, very small slice. But maybe that's a good example for the, the second bucket that you described is know some stuff, but not everything there is to know about it. Because, you know, as we all well know, and we've talked about a lot on this podcast and other episodes in the past is the actual emailing part of marketing automation represents only some of marketing automation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't encompass for mm-hmm. tracking and alerts and processes around that, or even the reporting and insights that sales or marketing or executive leadership can, can obtain from it. Yeah. So you may be using, I mean, the other thing that we would see is maybe some of those other technologies are in use. Um, so, you know, they would, they may have landing page software. They may have some tracking software. You know, to your point, they 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 may be effectively doing some of those things just in multiple systems, right? And now you're, exp- you're exposing, well, well, with the marketing automation platform, you can have those pieces under one roof, mm-hmm. which then enable the sort of 360 view. So I think that's another kind of classical thing that we could see. In some cases, to your point, mm-hmm. Kev, it doesn't exist at all, but they might be very familiar with landing pages and though oh we well we do that in this system and that system and then you're sort of trying to paint the path of saying okay well that you're doing those things today now you can take it to the next level is that yeah i think so i i as you were saying that i was just thinking like sort of two thoughts one is like you know marketing automation we've always said isn't a great name for what this is and then i got thinking well what would it be and and i think what we're seeing is like a lot of other technologies marketing automation continues to grow in terms of the scope of what it touches and covers Mm -hmm. so you've got emails and landing pages and then it's moving its way into more advanced reporting you've got account-based marketing and and before we know it, it's probably going to encompass levels of text and all that stuff, right? And it just, it continues to grow. And so what do you call it? How do you use it? And you can see how organizations who aren't like at the precipice of technology innovation yeah. don't know that it sure. all does belong under one sure. roof. 
It's interesting because the right. So the the automation part is is one aspect, but you know, as we're talking about it, the you know perhaps even more powerful that is is that 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 integration or that three sixty view mm-hmm. um, that that's more of the the power of of the platform. And yes, it's all automated, but it's the fact that it can all be connected and linked. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and with preference. So I think if you you know it's interesting because we would say well if you're a VP of digital or a director of digital or a director of marketing, you know, sometimes we, we, we think, oh, well, you should know those things to your mm-hmm. point, Kev. Like you should be aware of those things. But I think um, in late adopter markets, especially, you could have a, you know, a very seasoned VP of, of marketing that has a great handle on the business and the things that are going on. And maybe um, that person's been put in charge of working out a digital plan and they don't, they don't know these things. Actually to that, to that point, um, I have a few friends who have, um, director and VP level jobs, um, in more like less innovative industries. Right. Sure. And, and what you see is those titles actually reflect that in a way where it's like industry practices and in marketing. Right. Be. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. their job isn't really at all to understand technology. Their job is to understand the evolutions going on in those spaces. And so that's why in like, you know, the, the theme of this podcast is other podcasts, but that's why we've talked about having like a, a VP of digital tech or a marketing mm-hmm. automation manager whose job it is to go in and actually understand the role that these tools will play in helping the VP of uh, marketing insights and solutions Right. Do their jobs better. And I think we've also talked about, um, I'm not sure if all the podcasters, certainly around the office, you know, the role of a, a CMO or VP of marketing and mm. the breadth of things that, that, you know, she or he is expected to understand today. And mm. it's, it's certainly very different than it was a couple of years ago. So, you know, marketing automation would be part of the requirements for today, but someone's in the role for the last five years, that might not have been something that they've worked with. Yep. Absolutely. And so... You know, you're, and then adopting that. What's what I think you brought it up at the beginning, you know, Chris, and whether that was actually already on the podcast or not. You know, having um, ten years under our belt with this, I think, is a key thing because with marketing technology and the explosive growth and just you know uh, thousands of tools, it's it is very difficult to navigate that water and say, well, what pieces would you bring in? So, if the marketing automation layer, and and we all believe it's here to stay. Large CRM companies like Salesforce have those products. Other products like Marketo are doubling down. Acton that are doubling down in a very big way. Um, HubSpot seems to be, you know, and there's there's other ones that are obviously coming up as well. So a marketer drawing that connection to say that is a piece that we we think we need it. We think we need that piece. That's an important component. How do I go and put it in the business and um, and make that make my first my first year, my second year, my third year kind of a, a strategic adoption program versus, like you said, Robin, like a campaign approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, <clears throat> I think without without somebody to help navigate, um, you know, a combination of the technology as well as the you know sort of the communication. Mm-hmm. I think it's really really difficult for somebody who's got sort of a traditional or or uh, you know heritage marketing background to sort of navigate that so i think there's 
you know, and then, then the sort of the traditional IT group that is all, you know, I mean, let's face it, it's, it's all about security. It's all about, you know, starting with a concern and starting with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, skepticism about, okay, how secure is this going to be? Well, that's, that's where I think you, you do need that, that seasoned partner who understands how uh, things go together and how it is that you supplement the, the, the basic platforms like the, the marketing automation platforms with supporting technology to drive those dashboards, drive that information that will really generate the ROI. So if you're looking to get into marketing automation, maybe we can just switch gears and, and you know we'll, we'll do a couple and then we'll wrap up with recommendations on how you can go about about doing that so you know maybe between like and first of all from an education perspective i mean kev maybe i'll turn this over to you and robin in terms of like how would you best recommend for someone to just get up to speed on what marketing automation is and at a a, you know 500 foot level and start to dig down into the capabilities um it's a good question it's a broad one i think the first one is you definitely need to subscribe to wing it First and foremost, mm. yes. um, a plug there. <laughs> but you know, when you look at um, the core modules of marketing automation, I, I think it does break down to probably influence over emails, influence over websites and just digital, and then maybe reporting. And I'd mm-hmm. sort of break it down and say, how could that help me in my various sort of chat channels or, or platforms for what my job requires? Uh, the only other thing I'd say is, you every business have an audience. Chris, you and I talk about this a lot too, right? So what would those audiences be that require at least somewhat unique messaging? Maybe it's, we always talk about our three is we have prospects, customers, and partners. Each of those require much different messages. And then from there, I think you can start to think about, okay, well, how would I, what's the cadence I would, I would try to like communicate with them. What would I say in each of those? Right. And I think that's a decent starting point for, for that. Robin, anything Well, I take even a, a step back in that, you know, we, we've we've talked about marketing automation platforms or marketing automation, what it delivers. But but I think the, you know, the, the first step is to be better informed on the, the breadth of what those platforms can deliver. So just doing some basic research and getting familiar with, um, you know, all aspects of the tool and starting to say, oh, you know, okay, email, yeah, we, we do that in my business. Uh, lead generation, yeah, that, that's really important for us. We, right. we want to do tracking. So getting a little bit more familiar, so getting beyond the name. So, um, sure. you know, understanding what's, what's underneath and trying to, to see how that might fit into to your business. That would be the first thing that I would do. Yeah. Anything you want to throw in there, Chris? Yeah, like <clears throat> I think starting with what do you want to do? What is it that's going to be driving either your um, your engagement with your existing customers? What is it that, you know, what new product do you have? We talked to customers this week about, you know, they want to get out in the market with a, with basically a new product and they re- recognize the fact that, you know, the, the, the means of uh, getting that information out there, there's a whole new way of getting uh, getting that information out there to those uh, to those yeah. customers and those pro- prospects. And just, uh, just to add what you're saying, so what you want to do, and another thing would be, what are your pain points? So what are the things that, that are very challenging for you but as a business? I think the right? thing with the pain points, and I was thinking about this as you guys were talking about the various recommendations, that I think you can get into a assumptive bias where, you know, let's say, for example, list management. If mm-hmm. you're on an old, if you're on a 
more traditional email environment and you're dealing with your list and that's a that's a very that's a painful process mm -hmm. that that may not be something that they think is solvable necessarily mm -hmm. like Just they may be dealing with it they, yeah, they, yeah they're like well how, you know and we hear this right because the, the the technical side of the house or sometimes even marketing could have this where it's oh but it's so terrible i mean anything to do with adding more data into the mix and even trying to do something that's just another x y and a z problem is take forever so they believe that like that level of marketing communication it like they're not even thinking that's a pain point like it's pain they don't know it's solvable pain. They, they, they think they have to live with they it. They think they have to live with it. So I think those are also mm -hmm. some, like I would almost say that come with a kind of an open mind mm -hmm. with some of that stuff. And and maybe to your point, Robin, like put the pain down and, 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 and don't like don't assume that however you're doing these marketing functions today is this going to be how it's going to be done tomorrow with marketing automation. In, in fact, flip it, right? So you've got your list of your pain points and saying, I want to see what what is out there in technology that can help resolve these pain right. points and start looking at marketing automation because there could be a lot of things within the platform that could help. The next big the next big one I would say is that if you if you're a company that is engaging your audience to your point Kev, you have audiences to engage, you're communicating in a variety of different ways um, and you have an email program of some sort like you you campaign on a, some sort of regular basis. I would say try to move into a marketing automation platform as soon as you can. I mean, one of the problems in the marketing automation market that we all know, because we help clients through this every day, is that many of them are still in that tier one, level one, whatever you want to call it, email, email mode. Blast. Mm -hmm. Email blast mode. Yeah. So they've, they've literally moved from an email engine into a map. They're not using it like a map. They're just blasting away. But the good news is that you're getting that tracking mm -hmm. and that historical insight and a level of, of data management. And even if you're not using it yet, and that was some of the feedback that we left with the team today, is that at a bare minimum here, if, if, if you feel like this may be uh, from a 2019 budget perspective, you, you can't quite get there, try to get that that system changed and then at least you know a year later you'll have a lot more to work You're with the game. than you will with an with a with a traditional but system. i think that's an important message because adoption isn't solved in one day or two days or mm -hmm. even a quarter i think it's about starting somewhere and continually evolving how you're using that and where you're using it not just in marketing and even just sales but across the org mm -hmm. we, we like it's probably a multi-year journey to really go and optimize the business around this kind of tooling. And it sounds like broad and sort of whimsical for lack of a better word, but it really could actually change the way you do things across a, a business. If you can integrate it, its functionality and sort of what it supports across all the lead to opportunity to customer and even like service parts of your business, mm -hmm. whatever that looks well, like. Well, I think what we're, you know, we are, our our business is marketing automation so i mean you know we're out here talking about it but the good news is you know even this report is is, is on 2019 so this research was done in october and the third top top three one of the top three priorities was marketing automation so i think if you're in that level one camp or maybe you're one marketer around a table of people that are very new to the concept the good news is there's data here and there's companies that are covering it and there's research that suggests other marketers believe in it and you know you you're, you know this isn't us telling you that you should do this it's like you know you really need to look at what what's out there and and pick up on that and that can be part of your business case yeah the other thing we did we'd be remiss to, to not mention this is there's lots of other leading 
analyst firms who have done pretty quality research on who they believe the top players are, where the strengths and limitations are. Mm-hmm. We we even did one on the the Gartner research uh, Magic Quadrant on marketing automation. So right. But my point is, there's lots of other. Um, reports out there that talk about who these things are or who these guys are and what they're capable of doing. Yeah. So that just another recommendation, another resource for someone who might be still, these concepts are foreign to them. Or maybe, um, maybe just ask Siri, Siri, what is marketing automation? Well, that, yeah. see, that was going to be my first answer. Just go ahead and Google it because really, you know, anytime mm-hmm. I come across a term and you're, you're not a hundred percent sure what it is, that that's going to be your, your first step, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I think that hopefully that we've added a bit of value towards the group that might be uh, unsure what marketing automation can do and, you know, how to how to position that internally. Certainly, you know, give us a call or give Chris a call. Give me a call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you He'd call lo- us, we will send it he, to Chris. He, he's, right. he loves to have these conversations. I love talking on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> and in person. Yeah. Okay. Well, good, guys. Bye, Thank guys. You. Happy New Year. Thanks. Happy 2019.